In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time to get happy. Harvesting happiness with Lisa Cypress-Gaiman. A fresh talk radio approach promoting happiness because happiness is a choice. And happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Hence the name of the show, Harvesting Happiness. Lisa's going to shine a light on the well-being and global human flourishing by presenting a diverse and proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. And as a filmmaker, psychologist, author, professor, and motivational speaker specializing in the field of happiness, Lisa Cypress-Kamen is widely recognized as an expert in the field. In the show, she'll also focus on military families, service personnel returning with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and civilian life reintegration issues. So let's get to it. Harvesting Happiness on Togginet.com. And now, here's your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen, and you're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. I'm here to talk with you today, as I am each and every week, about happiness, well-being, and human flourishing. Authentic happiness is not selfish, egotistical, or narcissistic. The achievement of a happy life is not only good for us, but for those around us. Sustainable happiness is important because it not only elevates our own well-being locally, but also contributes to the collective flourishing of humanity on a global level. In short, happiness matters. Happiness comes from the heart, and this show is all about the heart. Before we bring on our guest today, I want to open up the phone lines for call-ins, and that number is 877-864-4869. Again, 877-864-4869. Or you can log into our TogiNet chat at toginet.com and hit the live chat and reach us through Facebook at Harvesting Happiness fan page. And today we have a very interesting pair of guests, and this is a personal favorite of my own. We often have not had music on the show, but this couple is making gorgeous music. And I don't want to um, delay because we've got some treats here today. Deva Pramal and Meeten met in India in 1990 and soon began a journey into love and creativity that has taken their inspiring blend of song, mantra, and meditation to a worldwide audience. They have released a string of acclaimed CDs with international sales of nearly one million. And their concerts and ecstatic chant workshops are met with rave reviews throughout Europe, Australia, South America, Canada, and the United States. Their music transcends all the usual musical boundaries with fans, including rock icon Cher, who featured one of Deva's most popular chants, the Gayatri Mantra, on her farewell concert tour. Renowned author and motivational coach Tony Robbins, and even His Holiness the Dalai Lama, who after hearing Deva and Meeten sing for a private audience, acclaimed their music as beautiful. 
this couple is very unique. Um, the the album upon which the Gayatri mantra was was uh, shown or exhibited, the Essence, soon topped the New Age and alternative music charts worldwide. And Deva and Meeten became planetary gypsies, bringing the ancient healing power of mantra into the 21st century. Their concerts and workshops are more than music. They are invitations to share in a deep moment of meditation. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. Thank you for being with us today, for sharing your joy on this show, because it comes through loud and clear that this is what makes your heart sing, what, what what you create for us to listen to. Yes, we're very fortunate couple of people. <laughs> I think so as well. And, and let's talk for a moment about your meeting, your first interaction, because it was very powerful from what you describe. Yeah, I mean, actually it was, uh, uh, for me, it was beyond the, the mind <laughs> because uh, the first time that we really met was that I asked Miten if he would be a model for me in my shiatsu training and uh, because I needed, you know, bodies to work on and practice on and, and we were living in the ashram in Pune together as, as, as thousands of other people and he seemed like a nice enough guy to be able to walk up to and say, you know, would you like to to, to have a session? And he said yes. And Safe. I was safe. <laughs> <laughs> and there was just that that hug before the session was so so uh, different, and and it was I was in tears for the rest of the session. I'd never experienced anything like that before. And when I think back, I I have to admit that when I was eight, I was twenty at the time, and when I was around eighteen, just finishing school, I was thinking what I would really like is to find a partner that I could live with and travel with and work together with and do something that I love doing where I don't wait for it to be finished, you know, where I don't wait for the work time to be over. And uh, that's really what came to pass. It's amazing. I mean, it was a very fleeting wish. It wasn't like I was sitting there manifesting that every day or something, but I just remember having that, you know, fleeting thought. She just didn't have the... She didn't have the foresight to wish for somebody her own age. We, we're we're twenty three year or twenty three years different in our oh. age, and I think that has also helped us a lot. Actually, we uh, we we've become really good friends, and I think that's the the key to uh, our connection. And and also we we you know the music has blessed us too. When we met, David wasn't singing, so um, and I was. Uh, I was coordinating the music in the ashram. I've been a musician most of my life, and uh, and Deva started to sing with me, and I realized, wow, she she's uh, she she has a great voice, although it was undeveloped at the time. But but uh, as you now can see, I was right. <laughs> oh, she has an exquisite voice. You really do, Deva. Um, the the music, what you create together, really is the manifestation of your your love for one another and your creativity and your ability to assemble all of the components that you both describe, you know, the love of travel and connecting with others into the music. The music is the thread, and that's the beauty of this work that you're doing. 
Yeah, the music is the connection. It's true. It's for us. It's our. It's actually we look on it as our tantric practice. You know, because it's to make music with uh, with anyone is a very intimate experience. You're you're energetically you're very naked and you're you're exposed to each other. It's a it's a beautiful experience. But when you play music with your beloved, it uh, it goes to another level. It really takes you into a beautiful space together, and. Uh, and I think because the music itself comes from our meditation and from our spiritual connection, it nourishes us on uh, on a deep level, you know. It's a mystery. It's not that we, like David said, we didn't set out for this to happen. We we just set out to uh, to play music for meditation and for meditators. And uh, it just felt, you know, we just saw that there's more meditators on the planet than we realized. And now, we, you know, as you say, we've sold a million albums and we're playing to thousands of people. But, but essentially, the music is the same as the music we played uh, 18 years ago when we first began to sing with each other. There's just more awareness of this kind of music and the, the fusion style of it for the Western ear. I mean, I play your music personally just, you know, as I'm, you know, doing my day, it's on in the background because it's just exquisite music. I've also played it for meditation and I've also, you were gracious enough to, and I don't know if you're aware of this, license me the use of the Gayatri mantra for a very small film I did to raise awareness for a girls' school that I help run in uh, Lucknow, India, the Sulaksmi School for Girls. And this is how we first met. And I think that we've come back together on this show through very different means, but it was a gift for you to allow me to use the song. And so it is a very powerful force in my life. And my children sing it. You know, they made fun of me when I first started working with the song in the film. And now they hear it and they sing it. And they said, oh, you're having them on the show? That's fantastic. So this is very powerful work that you're doing. Yes. So, so the, the album is called Password, and Password um, is really for me almost like an English translation for the word mantra, because mantras are, are magical sound formulas that open spaces for us that have that give us access to the inner space of, of love, freedom, and happiness. You know. So uh, that that's the album title and Sham. It's actually Sham, and it's a uh, it's another name for Krishna. And Krishna is really the symbol of happiness and of joy and of bliss. And uh, the the word Krishna, when you translate the word Krishna, it means to attract bliss. And mm. <clears throat> that's a that's a beautiful song. I've, I it's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> Mine too, and we will we will sort out um, all of our musical uh, issues, our technical difficulties during the break, and I apologize for that. And we will we will make sure we play this cut when we come back. You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. This is Lisa Cypress Kamen here with our guests today, Deva Pramal and Mitten. And you can find out more about their music by going to www.deva d e v like Victor a Pramal, P-R-E-M-A-L, and A-N-D, Mitten, M-I-T-E-N, dot com. We'll be right back. Here come the tunes. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet.com. Are you someone who leaps out of bed to greet the morning, amazed at your good fortune every hour of the day? Or are you someone like me who needs regular infusions of inspiration? 
I'm Meg Pierre, a photographer, travel writer, and creator of the website www.viewfromthepier.com, which focuses on the human quest to connect with self, others, and a sense of wonder. Every day, the site features a new beautiful image from my travels around the world, captioned by an uplifting quotation. This daily dose of inspiration is available free. Viewfromthepier.com also presents monthly interviews with fascinating people I have met in my travels who offer their personal stories and wisdom, along with in-depth destination stories about cultural traditions from around the world. If your day could benefit from a quick change of scenery or attitude adjustment, I invite you to visit www.viewfromthepier.com. The trick to getting published with your host, Florence Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Flo has seen it, done it, and now can share from her experiences as a newspaper staff reporter, feature writer, freelance editor, and college writing instructor. And now Flo has authored a system whereby her students enjoy a 90% success rate in attaining publication of their manuscripts for the first time. In just four years, she has over 800 of her own articles published in national magazines, newspapers, and anthologies. Author of several books, including the powerful memoir, The Sicilian Nobleman's Daughter, Florence has advised and edited professors, deans, PhDs, and hundreds of students' writings before submission. And now it's your turn. Join us Friday nights with your questions. Most of Flo's students say they've learned much and thoroughly enjoyed the journey. It's The Trick to Getting Published with your host, Flo Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen on Toginet. The show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Hence the name of the show. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back, everybody. Well, we've just experienced the joys and challenges of live radio, and we've got our songs queued up, so we're ready to go, and we'll play those shortly. And I wanted to clarify how to reach out and learn more about Deva Pramal and Mitten, and you can do so by uh, uh, going to www.deva, D-E-V, a Pramal, P-R-E-M-A-L dot com. That'll be the easier way to find out about them. And I'm also learning that they are en route uh, from one of my favorite places in the United, in the United States, and that is the desert of Utah. And we are um, sharing the journey with our musical gypsies as they make their way across the country to a concert where? In the Mesa, Arizona. Beautiful. Yeah. Did you play in Salt Lake last night? Two nights ago, when it was our first time, which was really beautiful. Really. Oh, I would think so. I would think they would be very welcoming of your music there. They're, uh, for a society that seemingly, um, you know, is constricted because it's the, the center of uh, Mormonism or LDS, but yet they're very, very open and receptive to people of all, all kinds and um all walks of life. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, in our concerts, we have, uh, we invite people to sing the mantras with us and we teach the, teach the, the words of the mantras. And it was remarkable actually how these people never heard mantras before joined with us. It was, uh, 
it was a real uh, spiritual service uh, in Salt Lake City. It was very beautiful. Yeah. Yep, it's a beautiful place. Well, let's get back on the musical tracks here and play the tune that we had hoped to in the last segment. Um, Carrie has it ready for us, so we will just lead into it. You started to speak of um, the the mantra being uh, an ode to Krishna or to attract bliss or happiness and joy into one's life, so it's perfect for this show. Yeah, yeah. So let's go. Let's 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 have a listen. We'll play a couple of minutes and then we'll carry on our conversation. is just beautiful. I'm sitting here uh, in a very relaxed state after the uh, stress of our former technical difficulties, so thank you. Thank you for the gift of your music. (laughs) It's very good piece because the singer begins by uh, wishing for happiness and and the song's conclusion is that you find happiness only within yourself. And she begins by wishing for happiness and looking outside. And the song's conclusion is that that the only real happiness is the happiness one finds within one's own being. And that really is the truth. You know, the, the pursuit of happiness becomes the journey inward, we figure out. You know, t- sometimes it takes us lifetimes to come to that place. But really, um, this is what I found after years of studying happiness and well-being and um self-discovery that the joy is it resides within each one of us and the decision to cultivate more joy in our lives comes from the the journey inward that then uh, radiates outward yeah and the journey itself is fraught with all kinds of uh, 
possible dangers or mishaps, but it's worth the trip, you know. And uh, I think that's one of the reasons for the mantras. It's that they actually support us on that inner journey. That's why we make them. They are actually a support for people and for us ourselves, of course. They create a kind of a spiritual community, even though you may be on your own. Uh, they give you a sense of community because uh, the mantras are chanted for five, six, seven thousand years, uh, you know, and they contain an incredible amount of energy. In fact, you hear in the music that you don't just hear one culture. You hear the blending of so many different um, musical strains. And I would love for you to speak a little bit about your influences to make the fusion, that, you know, where where you draw the inspiration, where the chants come from, because they're not uh, solely from India, correct? Yeah, there's a, there, we have different sources. So some are traditional they're all tra- almost all of them are traditional uh, mantras, and then sometimes we use the music, uh, the melodies that are from India that are traditionally sung in India with the particular mantra. And many times we make our own melodies for them. Such as sham. And sham is actually more of a song. It's it's, a com- it's composed by Manos with uh, Miten and I together, and uh, it's more of like a poem. You know, it's. it's and on the on password CD, there are two, two, I think, two songs like that. So the the influences, you know, obviously we are English and German, Manos, Nepali. We are all drawn to India and feel very at home in India. And then the CD, like password, that was recorded in Scandinavia. So there you have the whole influence of Scandinavian jazz players, which... Are the, were the musicians that we chose to make the album with? It's very, uh, like you say, very multi, multicultural. It's so fine that you know the, we we can chant mantras from Native American sources or even African sources, and uh, we look for we look for the essence of the piece that uh, that and if it connects us uh, spiritually, then uh, we we figure that that's. Uh, a path worth traveling of, of, of musical and uh, spiritual influences. That's true. Um, I would love to play uh, a segment of the Gayatri Mantra to uh, introduce our listeners to this powerful song because it is one of the most powerful mantras I've been told. And I would love for you to set it up for us because other musicians have have used your piece in the context of their own work, such as Cher. So its appeal is universal. It's the, it's just about the oldest mantra or oldest prayer known to mankind. That's where we begin. It's uh, it, it it was conceived maybe even as as long ago as six or seven or even eight thousand years ago, and. Uh, this, this collection of sounds that is made up of the Gayatri Mantra, is, uh, it, it's, it's just a very powerful collection of, of sounds that uh, energetically transform the listener and the person who's chanting it. And Deva's parents sang this mantra to her through, through her mother's pregnancy with Deva. And when she was born, uh, the mantra was chanted to her. This mantra has been with Deva all through her life. And uh, 
when we came to record it, we actually recorded the version you were going to play now in Deva's mother's apartment where Deva was born with her parents chanting it. And uh, it's an incredibly powerful uh, expression. It's, it's very, very strong for us. When we made it, when we were recording it, Deva actually remarked how strong she felt the spirit in the room where she was singing it while we were recording. Here we go. And this will take us into break. You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet.com. Information is power, the power to change your life. So be here for education to excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to Excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna with your host, Donna Intercastle and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on toginet.com. Yes. 
Donna is a charismatic, market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Inficasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Inficasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet. The show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice. And happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Hence the name of the show. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. I'm here today with our guests, Deva Pramal and Mitten. And we left for the break listening to the Gayatri Mantra at the slow and melodic, beautiful intro. But I would love to share this, this song when it sort of comes into a groovy, a groovy spot with some beat and some passion and fire. So we're getting that queued up for you. In the meantime, we're going to carry on our conversation about the new album, Password, and and other cuts from it that we would love to share with you today. Um, you had pointed out that this uh, album was recorded in Scandinavia, that many of the songs were influenced by not just Indian culture, but also Nepalese and, and other, um, other countries and cultures. Can you share a little bit more about your inspiration for this album and some of the songs that you wrote? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, we, we travel, we, we live, we, we, um, are on the road and, uh, on, on, and all these different mantras come our way, you know, like we have people come, come up to us and say, I would really like to share this mantra with you. Then I also have a, a beautiful mantra teacher who actually left his body last year. Through him, I've, I have a very rich treasure chest of mantras. And so then I look, what I really would like to focus on and what I like to chant and sing and share. And out of that, then we see how the melody comes, you know, like we, we uh, sit together and create a melody or, or maybe somebody has, there's one mantra on there on password that's written by Praful and Praful has written many of our most loved Mantras, for example, Om Namo Bhagavate, Om Tare Tutare, he's written the melodies for that. So he, he wrote Narasimha Tavada Soham. So we have, uh, we have such beautiful friends and within our own group that we come up with the melodies and the music. And the producer for Password is Rishi, who also produced the essence. There was also full circle in that way because that was, you know, 12 years ago was my first album. He was ready to to give me three weeks of his life and, uh, you know, without any pay or anything. He said, like, I just want to support you and I want to help you make that CD. So he came 
and uh, and and took a chance, you know, 12 years ago, and now 12 years later, or 13, we we are back together in the studio with different means to create this music. So it was beautiful to work with them again. And what I love about your collaboration is the the in this fusion aspect that takes place is Mitten. You were a, a rock and roller, right? I mean, you uh, were a successful musician in the '70s, writing for uh, bands such as Fleetwood Mac, Lou Reed, Ry Cooter. You were you were in there in a very different way in the in the music business, yeah. I was, I was, and uh, I'm happily out of it now. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was a good learning for me. It was a uh, you know that rock world is uh, is uh, very intense and, and and it has many good qualities, of course. But but in the end, ultimately, it didn't really it didn't take me anywhere very much. And I, I you know, you, we were, your program, you're talking about happiness. There there was no real concept of inner happiness for me. I I, I could find plenty of things that made me happy on the outside. But inside, I wasn't, and uh, it wasn't until I discovered how to, uh, you know, how to close eyes and be within, uh, happy on my own, and uh, just find my own inner happiness that uh, that things started to change for me. And when that happened, I stopped playing music. I, I just wanted to be uh, simple and contribute to the community that I was in, and that that. That nourished and sustained me in a way I'd never experienced before. So, so just uh, it was it was a journey into my own inner being, into my own inner connection to let's call it God, you know, uh, a spirituality. And uh, there's there is uh, this saying that religion is for those who um, fear hell, and spirituality is for those who have been there. And I think. <laughs> And I think that was that's kind of my story, you know, and uh, to, to find myself uh, singing these sacred sounds. Uh, and I'm 64 now, and I'm I've been traveling like last year. Dave and I traveled to 25 countries, and we've been uh, we've been traveling nonstop for the last 17 years. We don't have a home or anywhere, you know, that we go back to. We don't have a base. We really just literally travel and uh, make our home wherever we are. We have offices who take care of our touring schedule and we just find ourselves in the most exquisite places playing to the most exquisite people people who come with their hearts open with the with the understanding that uh, we're all in this together and life may not be perfect but we have a few hours together where we can connect in spirit and uh, replenish our our, our in a world because you know we feed our bodies but we very rarely feed our souls we forget and uh, this uh, the way of coming together with these mu- this music is a way of just uh, nourishing our souls that's what keeps me going you know well, you say something that uh, very wonderful, that, and I'd love to quote you. You say, I had a couple of album deals and moved into writing music for other people, and then radio and TV work, and then eventually found myself in my 30s asking questions. I was looking for something more substantial in my life than the usual diet of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah, well, that was not a bad concoction when you're 30, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't really... No. Just- on for very, very long, you know. 
it's not a sustainable diet. You know, it's not, it's not really great for a steady diet. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, and I think that's what we all uh, end up seeking at some point in our life, though, is that place of um, communion. And I don't say it in a woo-woo sense. I say it in a very grounded sense that we look for places, albeit a church or a synagogue or a mosque or a temple or hiking or gardening or with our friends and family, whatever it is that lets us know who we are and that we are a part of something greater than just ourselves. Or, or, or singing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We were just in Moscow, you know, Russia. We had 3,000 people there uh, in Moscow come to sing mantras with us. You know, how do you how do you work that one out? You know, people are so hungry to connect with spirit. We found that all the promises that our society uh, offers uh, normally they you know they don't really come up with the goods, and uh, somehow we need to take responsibility for our own inner happiness. That's how it, it. That's how I see it, and uh, and it's not easy. It's not necessarily an easy path. We're facing up to oneself. Hopefully, you know, I, I have to come back to the mantras because the mantras can that have sustained me personally in my journey, in my dark hours, you know, in my fear. There are moments when uh, I can take a mantra and the dark cloud disappears and I see again the reality of the benediction and the beauty of, of this existence. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it has, you have to make that step sometime alone, you know, and uh, that's, that's, all, that's not always easy, you know, but necessary. Oh, yes, very, very necessary. Very necessary to, um, I think, to go through life with some grace. You know, and not to suffer needlessly. Suffering is part of the human experience, but it's all the needless stuff, you know, the chaos that we can um, call, you know, sort of streamline from from day-to-day living. We are going to go to a break in three minutes, and I would love to set up a second song from Password, and that is Om Dara. And could you tell us a little bit about this song and what we're listening to? Well, Om Dara is a celebration of Mother Earth. And uh, it's unusual for uh, one of the Sanskrit mantras to to go there, but it's a it's a it's a it's a a bottom line celebration of beauty of Mother Earth, and uh, we put a kind of African beat to it because we wanted uh, we wanted that earthy feel that the music from Africa gives us. So that's how we have approached this piece. Oh, and it is beautiful. So here we go. Let's listen to Om Dara from Deva Pramal and Mission's new album, Password.
You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Seifers-Kamen, and I'm here today with David Pramal and Mitten, and we'll be right back. We're going to go to the break, and you can find out more of, about David and Mitten's work at www.davapramal.com. Where is my heart? Where is my heart? We know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cyphers-Kamen on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Part of the Grateful Good. Grateful Nation brings together patients, families, friends, and staff of Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to support the quality care and groundbreaking research at the medical center. Through new and traditional media, members of Grateful Nation share experiences, thank our caregivers and researchers, participate in sweepstakes, and gather to sponsor and host events and much more. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Toginet. The show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Hence the name of the show. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. I'm here today with Deva Pramal and Mitten, and we're talking about Password, their new album. They are on tour now. In fact, they are en route uh, as we speak from Utah to Arizona, where they will perform at Mesa, Arizona. And I would love for you to tell our listeners where you're headed to and what your schedules are. I think I won't go into very much detail because it's so much, but we are now, like you said, we are on our way to Mesa and then we'll end up in Miami. And there's going to be about 18 places in between, like from Chicago, Madison, Atlanta, Durham, <clears throat> Great Barrington, Philadelphia, Washington, Kansas City, and I'm sure I'm leaving something out here. 
So it's a very extensive tour. We are on a tour bus, so we are we are just enjoying seeing America go by as we travel on the bus. Actually, in Janet, we're actually in Janet Jackson's tour bus. Can you believe that one? <laughs> wow, I know. I I can't believe it. The contrast. <laughs> I'm sure it's plush. That's the good news, right? Yes, it's very comfortable, and it's, I think it's the way to go rather than flying. You know. It saves your body, I think, to be able to just you know, be transported on, on Earth, you know, and yeah. uh, adjust to the time zones gracefully, you know, as you move across the land. Yeah. Um, the reason I asked you about the cities, some of the cities, is it really um, is interesting to me, illustrating the point that this music has such broad appeal that one would say, well, meditative chant or this kind of music would only be embraced in major cosmopolitan cities. And the reality of it is you have such a huge following, uh, and these smaller cities are probably even more welcoming and willing to embrace um, this different palette of sound that you present. Yeah, I mean, we, we used to think that also in Europe, you know, when we first went to Eastern Europe and would play in Prague and in Budapest and in <clears throat> Warsaw and, and, and St. Petersburg, and we had no idea that people there would be open and even know our music already, and we would come there and it would be a full hall, and then they would actually sing the Gayatri Mantra back to us, knowing all the words. So it's incredible how the music has spread into all corners that are maybe not so we didn't expect. But it's also this, the case with the with the people who come to the concerts. You know, it's 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 the community has become so much wider and varied. You know, you can't. So that's that's what's so uplifting that we can see that there's more and more openness and and readiness to experience this in the world. I agree, and this is this is what is interesting to me about the the tour cities that you're going to. I want to go back to the Gayatri mantra because we were hoping to cue it up at the part of the song where it became more upbeat and people could kind of groove with us for a couple of minutes. But we can't do it without shocking our listeners, so we're not going to do that. But I do want to make sure that we send people to your website www.deva. D-E-V-A, Pramal, P-R-E-M-A-L dot com, where they can listen to um, clips and excerpts uh, of The Essence, as well as Password and other albums that you have created together. Um, and now I want to talk a little bit about your workshops, that you also uh, do workshops where you help people find their voice through chant. Yeah, find their voice and find themselves and find peace and find friends. <laughs> it's uh, What we really love to do is workshops and, and uh, holiday groups. So we choose very relaxing, beautiful places of paradise on the planet. We go to Corfu in Greece and uh, Costa Rica and in, in the north of Costa Rica for a one-week group where we start the day with a chanting session, singing session, and then have some time off for the beach and for excursions and and then meet again for an afternoon meditation and for an evening chant. So it's, it's very laid back, relaxed, and still very deep and very nourishing. And we've been doing these groups for 13 years now, and it's, it's always such a highlight for us, especially also because 
when you are meeting every day with the same bunch of people, maybe a hundred people or so, you can really go in much deeper into the into the songs, into the mantras. You can musically also embellish them and become more of a harmonious whole. And uh, and also have improvisation come up from that and it's it's very, very nourishing for us and, and for the people who come. It's in March we do uh, Costa Rica, we also do a group called Tantra Mantra, which is a very special group for couples who want to reconnect, who want to go deeper into their connection through mantras and through sacred lovemaking meditations. And uh, that's also very, very touching because the only group where we have the same amount of men as women. <laughs> <laughs> And to uh, people who are interested in signing up for these workshops or learning more, they would also go to the same website for information? Yes. yes. We are sliding into the last few minutes of this hour, which has just flown by. And I would love to share with our listeners one more cut from Password. And I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. And if not, feel free to correct me. Um, Narasimha? Narasimha. Narasimha, which has a very powerful uh, message, if I if I understand this correctly. Yes, you, you're right. It's a it's a powerful mantra for protection, and especially protection when we are on our path to awakening. So it's a protection from negative energies, negative influences, and uh, it's especially in this time right now. I think it's very very powerful because as the light gets bigger also the negativity seems to be getting bigger on the planet and and we need the protection to stay firm and rooted in our good intent Mm, and indeed we do and we 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 can all use protection regardless of where we come from what we believe in and uh this is something that i love to tell people of different cultures is i i want to know um what where where your protection from the evil eye is because i'll take it you know <laughs> it's not it's not exclusive just to to somebody else's culture we can all use all that uh all that is available to uh protect us and help guide us on our way um we are going to go into um, Narasimha and uh, then we're going to close out the show at the end with a special message here we go
is not a destination it cannot be bought sold or traded happiness will never invite you to the party happiness simply comes down to a choice to show up each and every day in the world with passion purpose place and meaning thank you for joining us on harvesting happiness talk radio this is lisa cypress cayman and deva pramal and mitten wishing you kind thoughts kinder words and the kindest action and protection for your journey until next time remember happiness is an inside job happiness is your inside job please look for deva pramal and mitten at www.devapramal.com until next time have a great week Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Cayman. We'll do this again next Wednesday morning at 10, 11 Central here on Tokyo.